Redeems Redemption Church. It's Chris Gervin here. I just want to share a word with you to uh, encourage you to take up a book and read it this summer. Of course, we are assuming we're in the scripture, we're reading the word. That's the most important book we can read. Uh, but also take time to uh, pick up other books and read. Maybe not a surprise to anyone, but the Apostle Paul was a reader and he was a student. We find in, uh, at the end of his life in 2 Timothy, Paul's last letter that we have, he knew his end was near. And he's writing to Timothy and encouraging him in the faith. And at the end of the letter, he just said kind of some final greetings. If we'll just pick up in 2 Timothy 4, verse 11, he says, Luke alone is with me. Luke, the one who wrote the gospel in the book of Acts. He says, get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. Mark, the one who wrote the gospel of Mark, who Paul had a disagreement with him uh, in earlier times, but uh, made amends. And Tychicus, I have sent to Ephesus. Tychicus is the one who brought the letters to, of Colossians and Ephesians. He held the original writings of Scripture in his hands. Amazing. What I want us to see, though, is verse 13. Paul says to Timothy, When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas, also the books, and above all the parchments. Paul, at the end of his life, he's like, bring my books. <laughs> he was a reader. He was a studier. And uh, just really taking that part, I just want to kind of jump off that, that Paul was requesting his books and his parchments at the end of his life. And just to encourage you in the summertime, uh, or as we head in that direction, to find time and find a good book and, and to read. And just be wise in the books you choose. Just like we would be wise, the people who we'd spend time with, uh, find a good book. I'm thinking a, a spiritual book, one to encourage your soul. If there's a topic that you've been wanting to explore, maybe on prayer or maybe on parenting, maybe church history. It's always good to continue to know what did God do in the past? How did he work? How did he move? He encourages our faith, our prayers. I'm always up for a, for a good biography. And it's such a blessing to read about uh, how God used men and women and to further his gospel. You can read about George Mueller, the saint of Bristol, right? Who started an orphanage and just had this amazing prayer life, all to just show that we serve the living God. He answers prayer. You can read about the Prince of Preachers, Charles Spurgeon. You could read about Amy Carmichael, uh, this woman from Ireland who gave her life to the Lord and went to India and started an orphanage for, uh, for young girls so they wouldn't be sacrificed and used as child prostitutes in, in India. Amazing stories, challenging to our faith. Uh, whatever book you choose, I think though, if you're a reader, if you choose more than one, we should take C.S. Lewis's advice. He says this, that um, it is a good rule after reading a new book Never to allow yourself another new one till you have read an old one in between. And if that's too much for you, you should at least read one old one to every three new ones. I love his recipe there of reading. Uh, he, one of the reasons why is because we have our own blind spots in the day and age we live. And, and people we read from the past didn't have them. 
they dealt with maybe different topics from a different time. I love reading uh, old books. I love reading the Puritans. Uh, I believe they just they lived in a time where they were just soaked in Scripture. Uh, and times were tough. You think the Reformation was, has just happened. I'm reading this book called The Christian in Complete Armor by William Gurnall. And I've been reading it for years. Because <laughs> it's massive. Um, it's old English. But every time I read it, I just get what I say, like golden nuggets. Like, you know, a miner needs to dig down deep in order to find it. These pages have golden nuggets laying on top. You don't have to dig. Every page, I'm underlining something. I'm noting something that's encouraging my soul. Just read something I read the other day in this book. It says, Make a daily resignation of yourself up to the will of God. Indeed, this should be, as it were, the lock of the night and the key of the morning. We should open and shut our eyes with this recommending of ourselves into the hands of God. This, if daily performed, not formally, as all duties frequently repeated, without the most care are like to be, but solemnly, it would sweetly dispose the soul for a welcoming of any trial that can befall him. Of course, they wrote much differently than we write today, but just that thought of daily uh, putting yourself into the will of God, a lock in the night and a key in the morning. And just the more I would, I, I don't, I wouldn't think that way. I don't think many writers write that way. But in the day we live, I'm like, oh, it's so encouraging that whatever trial would come, if I'm continually committing myself to the will of God, uh, Lord, you are in control. So I just really encourage you, uh, find a good book, take it up and read it this summer. And may, maybe you're not a reader, just, you know, that's maybe a biography. Find something that really interests you and be encouraged in your soul uh, from saints in the past. God bless.